Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 55 of He Book, She Book. He's Mike. She's Becca. And we are here with an all-revolution episode. It is an all-elite episode. It is everything you'd expect from an AEW show. Uh, Just a a fantastic show. It had thumbtacks. It had blood. It had violence. It had terrible refereeing at points. Of course. It's AEW. Exactly. And, I mean, it it was the best show of the year, and it's early. Right. But it is a early contender for just the best show of the year. Also, one of the best matches of the year. I don't think that there are going to be a lot of matches that top Orange, Ca- uh, Orange Cassidy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Orange, Orange Cassidy, Cassidy getting thrown it is yeah. a scene that I think should be playing throughout the year. But CM Punk versus MJF, I don't think many matches are going to top that this year. No, it's going to be tough, and we're going to get into it uh, a little bit later on because it was just just an unbelievable match that I would request. If you have not seen this match, just go out of your way to find it. It's really something that I'm going to probably watch back five, ten times over the course of like the next few years, just because it had everything. Uh, but we want to start off with Jericho and Kofi Kingston, which is what led off our revolution Not pay-per-view. Kofi Kingston. Not Kofi Kingston. <laughs> Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's here. Kofi Kingston and AEW would be fantastic. No, then the New Day wouldn't be together. Yeah, bring all of the New Day, and then they can face the Bucks. Oh, that would be fun. But that's not what happened. Yes, we had Eddie Kingston and Jericho. And on the last few episodes of AEW, they were going back and forth about how Kingston wants, like, the real Jericho and how Jericho thinks that Kingston will never win the big one. And guess what? Kingston won the big one. He had to. He had to. I mean, it just, you can't keep taking the losses and like the fans stay behind you. Like, if you're the tough guy, you do have to eventually get a win. And getting it over Jericho is a, is a, it's a big win. Right. Great notch. I'm a fan of Eddie Kingston. So I liked this match. I liked this win. Uh, Everybody and their mothers at this point know that I'm obsessed with Jericho's entrance. But that was like the best part of him at this point. Props to Chris Jericho because this dude is in shape. It's crazy. Like, the transformation, like, let alone, like, a year ago, like, even six months ago, three months ago, the transformation of, like, he went from a guy that looked, I mean, just beat red very quickly. Yes. And, like, now he's just, he's lean, he's cut up. Like, he looks fantastic. I mean, and he's not the only... He was getting a lot of shit on Twitter for, like, his conditioning and, like, his look over, like, last year. Like, they need to... He took that feedback and he... He did. He changed some ways. But he's not the only, like, veteran, in a sense, that we have to give props to today. Uh, We will get to Sting later, but... That dude... This guy. That man... um, Props to him. I'm going to say it, like, now, and I'm going to say it again at the end of this pay-per-view, or at the end of this episode. Props to him. But great job to Eddie Kingston. He won this match. And then we had the three-way tag team match with Jurassic Express, the Young Bucks, and Red Dragon. I really thought that this was Oh, wait, was but go- wait. Before we get into that, the, the end of Jericho and Kingston was that Eddie Kingston tried to shake oh, Chris I Jericho's hand. Oh, I forgot about this. Right. So... The end of the match, Kingston goes to shake Jericho's hand, and Jericho gets up and just doesn't. Right, and then he walks away like, I, I can't, I just couldn't, I just couldn't. Like, what a little baby. He was sour Yeah, it was very weird the way he sold it, but, like, if this is Jericho's way of kind of, like, turning heel, because he's in this, like, weird flux area, right. it'd be better just to get him full-blown heel against Eddie, and, like, you can keep that feud going. Oh, yeah. Like, Jericho just say, like, I still don't respect, respect you, you got lucky, like you that. got lucky is what we're going to hear. Keep this feud going. 
Right. Because both guys are going to benefit from this, especially Eddie. Right. And he needs it. He needs it. I think that would be really good for him. And then the tag team match. I really thought that this match, it was either going to be the Young Bucks or Red Dragon winning. Yeah, keeping I, it on a Jurassic Express was an interesting choice. I did not There were a couple think, interesting choices that Tony yes, made on this one. But I did not think that Jurassic Express was going to retain tonight. I mean, it's fine from the perspective of, like, you don't need the tag titles on the Bucks or Red Dragon to right. have them. Their little like, feud. Yeah. I thought it would have made their feud more, like... It would have made it more like real fun or and, like, real, imminent. Right. Right, it would have given it more of, like, a meaning. Because if the Young Bucks won, then they could just be like, no, we're the better tag team and you guys are, like, our knockoffs. Or if Red Dragon won, they would be like, this is our playground now. Yeah, and neither one of them winning right. is, like, you can kind of let this breathe. Right. Like, let them get more and more antagonistic. Because right now you're both losers. Exactly. Somebody's going to get back into that. Like, it's going to be a, a te- like, not one-on-one, but a two-on-two match eventually. And somebody's going to be left out. Of yes. that tag title match. It's either going to be Red Dragon or it's going to be the Bucks. And, like, I don't know how much longer you keep the titles on Jurassic Express. I uh, feel that's like why I'm kind of shocked that they still retained here. Like, I thought yeah. this was the end of the road for them. FTR still exists. Right. Like, the, like, AEW has a crazy amount of tag teams. Oh, they have a great tag team division. And it's going to be interesting. Like, FTR, I feel like, is still just... They make a lot of news on Twitter with, like, a lot of the things they yes. say. They're taking independent bookings now. I feel like there's just something missing here. Like, does, like, because FTR left WWE Mm -hmm. and they say that they're best tag team in the world. Many people agree. Yeah. And, like, it was all that, like, WWE wasn't using them correctly. Or, like, they weren't, like, they weren't pushing them the way they should have been. Like, what tends to be the case with WWE? And, like, it's not that FTR isn't successful in AEW. No, they definitely are. But they're not dominating the tag division. I think. A little bit of their problem is like yes they're they're a very impressive tag team but there are also a lot of other very impressive tag teams in AEW some that came into AEW like the Young Bucks and Red Dragon like basically came in as already a tag team and then other ones that they're kind of like creating too like you think about when they had Eddie Kingston and John Moxley just kind of together for a while like they were dominating I don't even think they were actually officially a tag team but they were dominating well, together now you have another tag team yes. can, we, can we skip ahead with what might have been the creation of a new something well yes of course because I will spend all of my life talking about John Moxley if I'm allowed because my goodness these boys and they're John just... Moxley and Brian Danielson was like it's crazy. This is how good this this show was. We talked about Punk and MJF. It, it was the best match on this card, right? You this was that was the best match on a card that also had Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. And this was an incredible match. We are not saying that th- like this also would have been number one. Like this is like hand in hand. Thank God but... they had like a buffer. Yes, a good amount of time between yes. the two. Yeah, because otherwise it would have just been like, all right, we're going to bed. There's nothing else to watch anymore. Like For that's real. literally. I was falling asleep after after CM Punk and MJF because I was like, well, nothing else is going to live up to that. And then Moxley and Danielson happened and like, what the hell? Also, great video package. Yes, that was something they had that, yeah. old videos, like old, old videos from when they first started wrestling and like the first times that they wrestled each other. And I love that because it shows that they have real history and you don't get that shit in WWE. No, not as much because they only acknowledge yes. its own universe. But like, like this was just awesome. Like, when I was watching that video package, like, it did really hit me of, like, a there's clearly 
and this can't be disputed. WWE's video production and like their yeah. promo packages are the best in the world. Yeah, that's where all that money's going. Where they for have real. to like just get rid of people for like they have money. that on AEW by yes, far. For this sure. video package was fantastic. And it I got think, me hyped. It got me amped for this match. And like I, it I was, think it's because this of is not the old blood, videos. Yeah, and like this is not like a blood feud. No. This is not CM Punk no. and MJF. This is just like I want you to be my friend. So yeah, let's like, beat the shit out of each other. Right. Like, we're going to, like, John Moxley said, in, in order for me to bleed with someone, like, I don't I don't remember what he said, but it was like, they have to fight together or against each other before they can fight yeah, together. Yeah, I can't team with you unless I bleed with you, which is, like, right. an insane thing to say. But right. Sure. But, like, whatever. He's fine. He's out here only drinking blood, remember? But there yeah. are so many scenes in just this match alone not to mention all of the other matches where just like blood everywhere covered in blood everybody's covered in blood uh there was very obvious bleeding on on a Danielson's part oh my god but, so like and like you knew it was happening because moxley's already busted open at this point and there's no way that we're going to get through this match without brian danielson also bleeding of and course like they're just kind of laying there like danielson is just like crawling over to the ref and like you just see the exchange and it's so i don't it was entertaining to me well i wonder too because we obviously look for things like that because one we know that aew is just always going to be a blood fest like we've learned that a long time ago well, it was interesting because like there was an article that came out or an interview that uh, brian danielson did right. where he talked to uh, about vince and how mm -hmm. he told vince he wanted to bleed right which is like what an insane human being he is insane but like he told vince that and vince said like i can't do that for you and that was one of his like reasons mm -hmm. for leaving and this dude not only does he want to bleed he wants to like he wants to blade on right. screen and he's not the only one like you see this plenty of times throughout AEW matches where a enough of the guys blade and but a lot of times they'll do it like in a more discreet way i don't know man he just was not discreet at all in no. this and it was like the jericho one in the, right. the blood and guts pay-per-view yes. like, it was the same kind of thing but like you're, you're this doesn't happen a lot anymore no so like it's it's not something that they think about probably as much as like because I mean it used to just happen all of the time. Yes. In like the nineties, uh, it was just it was too much, and like it that kind of thing makes these matches special though. I agree with that. Especially, I just I don't understand how Vince doesn't see that. Well, especially when the guys are sitting there saying like, "In order to fight with you, I need to bleed with you," and like of course there was going to be blood in this match. And yeah, like it was for the story. Yes, it was exactly. It was for the storyline. And to start this match, we had the whole crowd was chanting, "We want violence," and like the blood just adds to it. It makes yeah. it more violent, and it makes it more like, "Oh shit, this more is real, real." Like these exactly. Guys, and even though it's even though it's not it, it like it's, it is. you suspend like it the disbelief it. yes of it. yes exactly it, it just it helps progress the story and it was it was a really awesome match which ended with uh, brian danielson gets the triangle choke in he, like he has been doing yes uh, for like the last month or so like the nate diaz triangle and moxley just flips over mm -hmm. and so there's going to be controversy I would assume on dynamite mm. because Danielson's shoulders weren't down. For no, the they were down. Moxley won. They were not down. Moxley wins. And they get the the count one, two, three, and the fans were confused. Well, yeah, because his shoulder. Well, they yeah, because they're like, <laughs> wait a second, who wins here? Right. And Moxley's music starts playing. Like he gets a little bit of a pop, and then Danielson's pissed off. They start to go at each other. Right. They just keep fighting because and like I like that. 
keep it going. Me too. And because and like this was a surprise finish, so like it didn't. It's not like exactly. a definitive win. And then it was one of those things where it was like, okay, is the ref going to pull them off of each other? Or we because like the bell just kept ringing, which I honestly, I genuinely hate that because like I know it's like what is that going to do? Like the the bell finishing the match didn't finish the match, so what is the bell going to do now? And they're just like ding 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 ding, and you know who pulled them apart? I do. I do. William Regal. Yeah. William fucking Regal. So what? at this point, AEW has taken all of NXT's NXT? heart and soul. Yes. And like, what a get. Triple H is going to show up there next. What a get for AEW. Like, that's such Insane. an underrated, awesome, cool move. He comes in and the crowd is going nuts. Absolutely apeshit. Shivani's losing his mind. And then he goes into the ring. And he slaps John Moxley in the face hard. And I love this because Moxley, like, they both kind of were, like, caught off guard by the fact that Regal was here. Which, I mean, all of us were. Very of course, caught, yeah. caught off guard, but very excited. And then he slaps Moxley because Moxley keeps trying to go for Danielson. And then Moxley kind of, like, flinches at him in a sense. And he just, like, calms him down by headbutting him. And yeah, then so now like he has Moxley's blood, blood on his face. And then funny. he turns around and Danielson's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you, you slapped him and you, you had him. Like the kid him. in the back that like he yeah, should be getting like, punished, but like, he's yes. watching the other kid like, get punished. Like, oh, look at you, yeah, idiot. Like, ahead, dad's yelling at you. Yeah. And then dad comes over and slaps him in the face too. Like, I, that was one of the notes that I actually wrote down for this. Like real dad vibes, like real mad dad well, vibes. Well, it was pure alpha shit. Yes. Like that is when the alpha gets in the ring with two alphas. Yes. And like, they just like, it was... It was so funny because, like, those two, like, all that's all you needed to even do. It didn't need to be explained. No. William Regal comes in, he slaps Moxley, he slaps Danielson, makes them shake hands. That's I love it. that he made them because shake hands, too. Like, he was like, nope, we're shaking hands. Like, get, get your shit together, you, shake his hand. Even if you don't know who William Regal is, which is weird that you're watching this AEW show and you don't know who William right. Regal is. But even if you don't know, like, his history or their history, you understand that they respect him. You could tell by their faces. This dude faces. Is, the, is the dad yes. here. And, like, if we're doing this full-blown faction shit. Hell yeah. But with Brian Danielson and John Moxley, yep. you bring in William fucking Regal to it. Yes. Is such a cool move. Like, so I, I saw on Twitter people thinking, like, oh, he'll be, like, a GM. I hope to God not. AEW does not need an authority figure. We all know it's Tony back there booking the matches. Right. We don't need him on TV. We don't need William Regal to give reasons. Just leave him with those two. Right. That let shit him, will like, be amazing. Let him be like the peacemaker between the two of them, in a sense, and like he like just he's holds the most down the sinister fort. one, but yes. like he's the one that's in control of yes. his two psychos. Love it. I love everything about it. I'm so here for that. We also have another psycho that um won the ladder match that we have to talk about because the last ladder match that AEW had, you were not happy with. Nope. Huge fan of ladder matches. Totally disappointed in that last. Oh, the ladder Cody match. Guevara ladder match that right. i see constant acclaim for and i just don't i don't understand it but this ladder match the face of the revolution ladder match it was orange cassidy wardlow keith lee powerhouse hobbs christian cage and ricky starks and whoa yeah this match slapped just from a to b i loved it every was so so good just every second of this match had it because it had your I love multi-man matches, too, because you have the different ways they can all square off. Right. You have, like, the individuals. You have, like, the the awesome stare-down of just all the beef boys in the ring. Yes. With Wardlow and uh, Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs all in the ring at the same time. Crowd's going nuts for it. I mean, it. and then Orange Cassidy got right in there and, and Orange Cassidy weaseled comes in, his way in. Yeah. 
and then like runs out so that the three of them like accidentally attack each other and it was perfect like yeah. it was so he was good. the mvp of this whole match i agree with that he is pure entertainment he did some really cool shit like they had a like a sonic ring above where they yeah. had to climb up the to sonic get that weird. uh yeah i thought it was gonna be like some sort of contract or something and it looked like a sonic ring and I mean, they've done that the last couple times yes. but like it Come on, Tony. It's a son. It looks it's like a, a sonic, sonic ring. ring. Exactly. It looks like a video game. But he climbed the guys at one point. He climbed on top of Keith Lee to try to get up there. There was another point where, like, Keith Lee and somebody else were holding Wardlow. Wardlow, right? Were holding the ladder horizontally, and he just did like a pull up onto it and flipped over and tried to climb that way up. Like he was. He doing... took a superplex from Powerhouse Hobbs. He um, got he tossed. got thrown. Yeah, he Toss got, is not the right word. He got for absolutely it. tossed out the club. Is just it, like very, he, very quickly overthrew this man. Yeah, for sure. By far. I and mean, then, he took some bumps too, did. other than that throw. Like, Orange he give Cassidy. Him a, a week off. Yes, he he deserves some time off. I think he did get hurt though from that throw. I think they said that something happened with his shoulder. That wouldn't or be surprising. That's just what they're saying to give him some time off. But pure entertainment, that guy. Uh, Ricky Starks might genuinely be dead. Yeah, Starks took that power bomb to end which is end up being the end spot of this match but it just looked really bad because he landed really high onto a ladder yeah like, i don't he know like about folded his, in a way that yeah. people shouldn't fold i don't know about his neck after that but i mean this match i loved this match because it had those kind of spots like right. it had spot sell right get out of the ring next thing and like and you have that benefit in a multi-man ladder match where two guys can kind of knock themselves out go away we forget about you while they're selling it and they'll come back in eventually. And, like, they got rid of Keith Lee and Hobbs at one point. Right. By just Wardlow pushing them off the stage, which was like, why are you going on the stage? Yeah, you're, why are you leaving the, the ring ladder's ladder over match? Here. You're going the wrong way. And so, yeah, Wardlow gets them out of the ring. Christian Cage is also in this match. I forgot he qualified. Cage was in this match. And he uh, Danhausen was here for a minute. Danhausen had a, like, pop-up appearance. Christian Cage, I don't feel like... He felt like just out of place for some reason well, and like starks did these too. beef boys and then yeah, i think that might have been it it, yeah. was, it was beef boys and cassidy right and i only really thought that a beef boy would win right it was really up to, it was really either i think you picked keith lee yes i picked wardlow it did end up being wardlow who had one hell of a night i'm not even just this match but we'll get to him again later very impressed by wardlow because also how could he not be i know but like also on AEW throughout the week like him and MJF, we've been saying this for weeks. That it's time. It's time for him to turn on MJF. Time to fly the coop. And like MJF said something along the lines of like he doesn't win because MJF won't let him or something. Like if it wasn't for MJF, he wouldn't win. And like Wardlow got this win without MJF being anywhere near him. He is doing his own thing. He's like I mean, he basically killed Ricky Starks with that power bomb. Like. He's doing it, and he's doing it well, and I'm very excited to see what's next for him. Well, what's next is he needs to absolutely murder Sammy Guevara. Right, or he, that, Sean Spears. That ladder match is the winner gets to face Sammy Guevara, the right, TNT for the champion. TNT champion. And, I mean, I mean, just push the guy to the moon. The guy, Wardlow, right. looks incredible. He has this really cool vibe about him. And people are behind very him. Very strong, very powerful. The crowd is behind this powerbomb thing. And, yeah, just just put the title on him. Put Sammy, the title on him. you've done great. I hate, you know, the You're two belts thing. You're not a fan thing. of Sammy, though. I'm not a fan of Sammy. So, like, it is a little bit biased. He right. did annoy me later on in this show again. Uh, but I, I want to like Sammy. I really do. 
because that dude's really entertaining as well. I think him and Wardlow will be awesome. Yeah, I think that'll be a really good match if Sammy can sell it. Yeah, that would be great. But Wardlow, I feel like, has to just just do it. Just put the title on Wardlow. Right, and then I can't And then have wait. Miro come back. Where the yeah, fuck where is the Miro? Fuck is Miro? Talk about beef, boys. Get For Miro real. back in here. Miro versus Wardlow just... That's Biggie's the Biggie specialty. I want to see. I said that at one point during the match when like all the guys were before Orange Cassidy got in the ring. It was Wardlow, Keith Lee, and Powerhouse just like having a stare down. Big man with big chest. Yeah, I was like, yo, Big E is probably so excited right now. But I want to see Wardlow just dominate Sean Spears and MJF because of this like hostile feud that's been like just forming. You know, like I don't want him to. Fuck up Sean Spears. I like Sean I Spears a lot. I love that guy. But, like, I, I think it would be really cool. I think they... Sean Spears is a great wrestler, so that would be a yeah. great match, too. You know, so, I don't know. I'm very excited to see what is next for Wardlow. I was not upset about this win at all. No, I liked... It, again, it was either going to be Wardlow or Keith Lee. Right, and I, I was been happy, happy either way. Yeah, I would have been happy with either one. Um, it's interesting. I don't know what you do with... It's going to be interesting what he does with Keith Lee. Yeah. What is the plan for Keith Lee? Is there a plan for Keith Lee? Is it just like we're going to show this guy off for a few weeks and eventually we'll get something going for him? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Wardlow is well on his way. Yeah. And we're just getting to a point where like a few of the the guys, there are so many options. And we've said this before. So they're just going to have to have some of these guys fight each other. And go from there. Then we also had uh, Jade Cargill versus Ty Conti for the TBS. That bitch, Jade Cargill. Oh, you were shaking your head no at me, and I literally thought that I said Ty Conti's name wrong. No, you said it right. (laughs) I'm shaking my head because, like, she is unreal. Jade? Yes. Oh, I know. She came out in full Mortal Kombat gear. This is a Kayla Braxton and a Jade Cargill stand show. Right. If you don't like those people... I don't know what yeah, you're Yeah, get out of here. But, like, like the live entrance was great. She had some, like, he was there playing the guitar. She had the full Mortal Kombat gear. Like, it just was incredible from start to finish. This match literally started with a kiss, and it was just and how did great. it end up like this, you like, know? It <laughs> exactly. Was that, so, yeah, we have to talk about the kiss. Yeah, of course, because that's, like, that's gone viral. But also, real quick, the entrance, his name was, like, the guitarist, like, crawfish or something no idea awesome guitarist he does Amazing. the guitar for, he did a great job. Uh, for that song and he mm-hmm. was awesome that entrance felt so sick the crowd popped for the new gear she looked incredible she looked as absolutely she always incredible. does ty connie had like this black face paint on which made her look crazy mm-hmm. um and the ring the bell rings and jade cargill just gives ty connie a big old smooch yeah and it lit twitter ablaze <laughs> it really did and i mean this match wasn't too long but it was just We've said this before, like, Jade Cargill doesn't need long matches. She's still pretty no. green in the ring, but, like... Bro, she had a frog splash in this yeah, match. Yeah, she did. Like, she's getting was a good. lot better. And guess what? She's 29-0 and 0 now. Yeah. She retained that title. She's 29-0. and 0. No signs of letting up. There's no I'm contender ready. Just ready for her to just retain for however long they want her to. Bro, unify the belts. I don't even care. Like, go oh face God, Britt please Baker. please take it from Britt Baker. I'm so over her. Let's, yeah, let's get into... So, yeah, Jade retains over Ty Conti, and she's still dominating that, like, TBS championship division. I don't, yeah, I guess you she's that bitch. That. And Britt Baker faces Thunder Rosa in a mm-hmm. match that we kind of both figured Thunder Rosa, this would be it. This would be right. her moment. We thought she was going to win this. And it wasn't. No. It there was wasn't a her moment. lot of interference in this match. This match was very hard to watch. Right. There was a few times that, like, Britt Baker tapped out, but... 
because of the interference, the ref like wasn't paying attention, and it, like Thunder Rosa why? had the pinfall. The referee, like, the, yeah, it didn't this make is... any sense. Why was the ref walking away from the action to deal with something that wasn't even action? Like it was just somebody was, else talking to him. Yeah, there was so like it's common in wrestling. I get it. Like the ref gets distracted, but like when the referee has a submission right in front of his face, and he turns around and he goes away to get somebody off of like. It, yeah, it, it didn't make any sense. No. This person isn't even actually interfering in the match yet. Why are you bothering with it? And then he walks away and she and Britt Baker taps. It's just it's frustrating. It's annoying. Because this is it's a constant with these Britt Baker matches. And I love Britt Baker. I, I think she's awesome. I am very over Britt Baker. That's getting to be the issue. Right. Like, I think she's fantastic. I think she's like one of just the top five women in the world. And like she is somebody that WWE should want to like kill to have. Right. But, like, this reign is just, it's its the same thing over and over again. It's, like, it's, people are comparing it to, like, the Triple H World Championship reign of, like, the mid-2000s where it was just always Batista and Ric Flair interfering. Yes. And, like, you couldn't get the win because it was always a handicap match and the referee was always getting bumped or distracted. And it's this, it, it's it is, thing. it is the same thing and that's not a reign that you want. No. Like, we have to think that you can actually win these matches on your own at least a little bit. Right. And like Brit is Brit lost that match like three times, and yeah, then she eventually she gets the win. Out in that match, she eventually gets the win, and it's like people are making a deal of it that Thunder Rosa came out and she didn't look happy. No, like she knew she was going to lose that match. Yeah, like she didn't have that typical like Thunder Rosa energy, and like and maybe they're like they're in Texas in two weeks, so like maybe they think that like they they'll put the title on her then. I wouldn't mind having her win the title on like a dynamite or a uh, rampage. Well, yeah, because more people are watching. Yes, it it would. Honestly, and it's a shame because this is a pay-per-view, but it would be a bigger deal if it was on a TV, like a yeah, TV showing instead I think it of would, a pay-per-view. Like, that, I hope that's the thinking here because like we do have to get this title off Britt Baker. We she has to. to just do something else. Like you and also, also awesome new championship by the way. Oh my god, that title looks amazing. The it women's went from championship being so like Polly Pocket size to this like actual legitimate championship. Well, they had belt. the Polly Pocket size, and then they had the Barbie size, and now right. they have like a full blown actual it's human like a size legitimate belt. belt now, and it looks amazing. Yes, it looks and, like, really good. I'm happy that Brick gets to hold it for a little bit, but like that's got to be somebody it's, else's belt yeah. soon. Yeah, I agree with that. It's got to go, but we do have to. We jumped right over. CM Punk and MJF because we just had to talk about that. I mean, Honestly, it would be great to have Jade and... Let's talk about that last. Because I feel like that is, like, that was the main attraction of this show. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. So, like, we're going to skip to... Let's do um the fact that Tony Giovanni had an announcement. Yeah, he did. And he spoiled that announcement so quickly because he's holding, like, this clipboard and, like, he keeps, like, swinging it open to the camera so you can just see Swerve's name on it. Yeah. Like, uh, definitely an accident. Like, it was just, yes. he was, like, excited and talking like, with his hands. They kind of already spoiled it online. Like, everybody knew yeah. Swerve was signing. So, like, he announces, you know, uh, he's going by Swerve Strickland now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, the crowd was into it. Swerve, yeah. Swerve's a star, man. You can look at that dude and just, he's He's special. Oh, yeah, he is. He's here, and he's all elite, and, I mean, he's another one. I can't wait to see what they do with him. And then we had Matt Hardy, Andrade, and Isaiah Cassidy versus Sammy Guevara, Sting, and Darby Allin, and Jesus Christ. (laughs) This match should have been so much worse than it was. It was so good. It was was very good. Just a... I don't even know. There's a spot fest. It was crazy. Yes. And like. For no reason. I'm a huge fan of Darby Allen. So like I love that it was like 
Darby Allen's team. Like they were doing that. He was the last one to come out. They had a very cool entrance for him. And then it kind of made Sammy look little. Yeah, because yeah, Sammy's important. The, Sammy's the champ. Yeah. And yet Darby's getting this huge thing, and it was Sammy's or it was Darby's team. And I, I don't know. I loved everything about it. Um, Sting is how old? I think sixty-two. Okay, Sting is in his sixties. Let me double check that. And you... he threw himself off of a ledge, threw two tables, on like on top of people, threw two tables. Does he have a death wish? I mean, apparently not, because this like, dude. What the. F- what happened? He is 62. Uh, he is going to be 63 in 12 days from <laughs> the recording of this podcast. Yeah, if he lives through that. This, yeah, like, come on. Calm down, Sing. <laughs> like, he needs cr- to calm and, like, down. It was awesome to watch. Oh, my God, it was so cool. It and, was so cool. But then immediate panic. Yeah, like, you always got to love Sting. And, like, the fact that he's 63 and, like, and WWE, just, they refuse to use him, like, for health reasons. And, like, I get that from, like, a, like, they are a publicly traded company. He doesn't they don't care wanna... about his health. Exactly. He's throwing himself off ledges. Like, AEW does kind of have that advantage where, like, they're not pleasing shareholders as much as, like, WWE yes. has to. Like, it looks really bad publicly if, like, they put Sting in the ring again and he gets hurt again like he did all those years ago against Seth Rollins. But, I mean, this, yeah, throwing yourself off ledges and just, and living to tell the tale. Yeah, very crazy, very crazy. Um, I don't know what it was, but there was something that you said Sammy pissed you off in this match. He did, bro. He, and I don't... Uh, I even rewatched this match today, and I was like, what was it that pissed you off? Like, I just, I don't know. So Isaiah Cassidy goes to, like, the top of, like, the stage, and he's got, like, the table set up. He's got Sammy on it. He's going to jump onto Sammy, right? Sammy gets up. He climbs up to the thing, which already I'm annoyed because why wouldn't the guy get down? Right. Isaiah Cassidy, get down. You you know this doesn't end well. Mm Mm-hmm. But Sammy's going to come up, and, like, they start, like, punching each other, like, like little, like, tappies on each other, right? Because, like, they're going to get in position right. for this next move that they're going to hit. And, like, Sammy gives him, like, three little baby body shots and, like, sets up um, his move. And it was just, like, he did the, like, the crazy thing with his hand by his head. Yeah. And, like, I felt like he was standing there for a full minute, which means that Isaiah Cassidy is standing here for a full minute. Right. With no struggle, just because Sammy like it just has to get that little like thing. I, I just I can't just stand don't shit like, like that. Sammy, it just annoys me because like now you're making it look stupid. Yeah, I could see that. You're taking the realism out of it. Like I just watched a 63 year old man jump off a of shit. That's cool as fuck. Right. <laughs> and like right. you know what he didn't do? A bunch of posing. He just, he, <laughs> he took his shot and he laid and there he for jumped. a minute. Yeah, and then he laid there for like That's the rest of the time. That. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it bothers me when, like, when we set up spots for that long. Yeah, I get that. Because it was super cool, like, awesome move, but, like, that shit could have been done quicker. We didn't need, like, the posing. Right. It makes Isaiah Cassidy look stupid. Right. It it kind of, it just, it burns the, like, It takes momentum. me out of it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But my man Darby pins Matt Hardy, and he gets the win for Team Darby. So, I don't know what the outcome of this is going to be, because before this match, I thought that Andrade and Darby were going to be going against Sammy for that title, but now well, Wardlow's they, they in did. that picture. They did on Rampage Yeah, they instead, did individually. Which, like, makes no sense why it that no wasn't on uh, Revolution. Right. Because this, I mean, as cool as this three-on-three was, I didn't it understand felt like why. that could have been on Rampage. Yeah. They could have definitely flopped those. But whatever, Darby Allen gets the win here. And like, then... Will Andrade buy Darby? <laughs> like, when... I mean, listen... When does just, Mr. Estink... He just let, won this match, and I feel like that's going to be 
more motivation for Darby or for Andrade to try to buy Darby. Like I think he's Andrade's a winner. Gonna be done with Matt soon. Yeah, because I could see I that. I also know that Jeff is supposed to be coming. Soon. Jeff's coming very soon. So if Jeff is coming, I can't imagine he's gonna be involved with this Hardy family office bullshit. Right. They've got to just. They've got to just be done with that. Either yeah. like either Matt has to just squash this whole thing, or like. I don't even know what you do with this. Like right. maybe Andrade just takes over. He's the new owner of right because he is fifty one percent. Yeah, like, like just he bu- could, buy him out. He could kick Matt out. Buy Matt out of the of Hardy family office and have it be yeah. Andrade. And like as as bad as that would be for Andrade, I feel like to be stuck with that. Yeah, but then he could just he, we could figure that out later. But we need to figure that out how to get like Jeff is obviously coming here, and the Hardy boys are going to be back together. Of course, which again, another amazing tag team Cannot for AEW. Wait. Yeah. Cannot wait. Love me some Jeff Hardy. I mean, I don't think Matt Hardy should still be wrestling, but love me some Jeff Hardy and I am here for it. Then we had the Battle of the Atoms. Yeah. And I mean, may the best Adam win. I don't There was a lot of let's go Adam, Adam sucks chance. Yes, which is fantastic. Yeah. I don't think the best Adam won, but I mean somebody might think that the best Adam won because Hangman Adam Page retains here. Uh, at one point during this match, Hangman was just like mid-air jumping off the top rope and Adam Cole hit him with such a dope super kick. It was yeah. just timed so perfectly. It was like the ricochet yes. uh, super kick that he had before, which like Adam Cole is a sniper he is. with those like, super it kicks. It was just so crazy how perfectly timed that was. And it was just, it was beautiful. And I mean, this was a great match. It really was. Like, I can't... Red Dragon got involved, right. which was good. But it, yeah, it was, it's going to be interesting how Adam Cole reacts to the Bucks not being there for him. Right, because Red Dragon got involved. Red but Dragon the Bucks came did down. Not. The Bucks were not involved. They did right. not come down to help, which is fine. They right. could easily just be like, you know, we're cool with Hangman now or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, you didn't need us. They, Red Dragon was down there. But I thought that was interesting that only Red Dragon came down to help. They didn't succeed. And I don't know what you do with Adam Cole going forward now because that's a clean loss. Right. Nothing shady about it, nothing hinky about it. That's a clean loss. Hangman moves on. I don't know if we just all move on collectively mm-hmm. and Hangman gets a new opponent. But, I mean, I don't know where Kenny is. I mean, we thought we got Kenny. We did have a, a on the buy-in. Don Callis came out. Right. Swerved us all. We thought we were getting Kenny Omega. And basically reminding us that Kenny Omega exists, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. It's good to, like... He basically was like, you know, don't forget. Yeah, Kenny's Kenny's here, but he's, he's like, going to come back. He's not here. Doesn't mean he's not coming back. Yeah, uh, but that was um, you know, that was a really interesting match. They closed the show with that, and I kind of like that they closed the show with that because they had the banger of John Moxley and Danielson earlier in the night. They had what we're going to talk about next: Sam Punk and MJF. Yeah, the, it was like exhausting. Of the night. To, like, get to yes, the end. Like, this was like a this went past like eleven. Eastern yes. time and, and started at seven. By this point, you're just like emotionally drained because there was so much shit happening all the time, and you're just like, oh my, like every five seconds, you're like, oh my god, oh my god, like it, it was a really, really good pay per view. But I'm happy that this match wasn't as intense as the other matches because it was just like a cool. It didn't down. need to be. It yeah. didn't need to be, and it, it was a cool down. And I guess Hangman is the better Adam. Yeah. For now. Know? For now. For now, the better Adam. We'll see how that goes, but. CM Punk and MJF, man, just what a fucking match. It was a dog collar match, and they had, they the chain on this obviously was going to be used as a weapon. 
but the chain they had thumbtacks mjf's ring was used but not by mjf it was very intense match from start to finish including the entrances because punk's music hits yep and then out comes mjf hilarious very good heel such a heel move and then he comes out and he's in the ring and all of a sudden other music hits and i look at you and i'm like what the fuck is happening (laughs) (laughs) i'm like like, what is this and then punk comes out and come to find out this is his ring of honor music yeah i mean tony has announced uh that you know they have he has bought ring of honor right so tony khan has all of like that ring of honor footage because it did include yes. the library so he has all the cm punk stuff all the brian daniels stuff which is awesome amazing awesome get for AEW to have all that especially with the guys you already have yes that were ring of honor legends hint hint go get samoa joe yeah, right throw please. some money at samoa please. joe please um but he comes out to his ring of honor music cm punk and it was awesome because some people in the audience recognized it some people went absolutely insane some people were very confused i wasn't just yeah i was too and it wasn't just the music it was the gear the gear everything his old cm punk gear and it it was just an awesome moment he like cm punk was very emotional in the press conference after this right um, about like how much that match meant to him how much like this whole run means to him how much tony khan owning ring of honor means to him and this like to set the table, like we knew months ago when this feud started, that it was going to be awesome. Yes. But it was going to be tough for the matches to live up to what the microphone work and would be. Jesus Christ, were we wrong? Yeah, because this match was unreal. The most blood I've ever seen. Because I mean, we've already said this a lot of times that all AEW shows are blood and guts. Like the most blood. And like last week, uh, like MJF really bloodied up cm punk yes. on dynamite like i he, want that shirt so bad you know he basically cm punk was like ready to like shake mjf's hand mjf kicks him in the dick and well, then they hugged it out him up. well yeah they hugged it out and then as they were pulling away mjf was like ha ha low blow and like it Got just him. it was it, it this all has just been working so it's well so good so there's so, so much good. emotion built up into this match and now you have two men attached by one long chain with dog, dog collars on their necks and they're just beating the shit out of each other. And they're they're choking each other with the chain. They're hitting each other with the chain. There There is blood. A lot a of lot it. A lot of blood. Because CM Punk was, like, like leaking. Oh, my God. At, at one, one point, point, I was, like, genuinely concerned. The ref had to keep changing his gloves. Yeah, I like, don't think I ever saw just, that before. There was just so much blood. And it was, like, he would check on MJF. And now he's covered in MJF's blood. And then, like, he couldn't even check on Punk. Like, he had to go change his gloves and then go check on Punk. And it, it there was just so much blood. And the thumbtacks come out. Oh, and it's my like, God. Do we even need it? And it's like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? As soon as they pulled that bag out, too, we were like, well, what are they going to do for Daniel Bryan and or Brian Danielson and John Moxley? Like, they're, you, we already have the dog collar. Why are we pulling out the thumbtacks? But, like, I'm so happy they pulled out those thumbtacks. Thumbtacks are something you never want to see in a match, but you always want to see in a match. I'll say this: AEW has used them a lot. Yeah, but like, like I'm the, okay. remember they used them already this year right. in the women's tag match, mm-hmm. and like it is always really cool to see. It's always cool. Like I'm like, never it's always like, oh, that's gotta suck yes. so bad. Like I'm always so like I I just cringe the whole time from the moment they pull that bag out too, because you know what's inside the I'm bag. I'm always most concerned with the referee. Yeah, because like he's got to slam his hand into yes. that shit, and like I know referees have gotten like the the one thing that. Like, 
It's not the thumbtacks in the back that bothers me. It's in the hands, the man. Hands, if I see yeah. that shit in your hands, it just freaks me well, out. Well, at one point when Punk got thrown into the thumbtacks, I was like, oh my god. It, they Like, he was too close to the edge, and instead of it landing in his back, like I think they were supposed to, they were just all in his ass. And I was just like, oh no. I was like, this poor yeah, like, he, man. Like, Punk kind of missed the thumbtacks yes. at one point, and then... MJF I mean, did MJF not. did not miss them. They, they both had plenty of thumbtacks in yes. them. And... Ward or MJF starts screaming at one point. Yo, this is after like Punk has bitten yelling. this man. Yeah, on his <laughs> like, hand. He bit his like, hand <laughs> and like he, he is screaming for Wardlow. Wardlow comes down looking like a million bucks, just handsome, brawn, perfect and buff. suit. And he's coming out and like hair's looking great. The guy, just the look of him. Yeah, he looks like a winner because he just like, won two yeah, matches. Looking like ago. he's just having a great night and he's going to have an even better night later on. Right. And he comes to the ring and he's he's got to have. MJF's ring. That's why yeah, that's he's getting why called he's yelling to the for ring. him. Exactly. MJF or Wardlow checks his left breast pocket, right breast pocket. It's not in there. Yeah, checks his other pockets. Can't find it anywhere. Can't find it. And then CM Punk pulls MJF in, hits the go to sleep. Some more thumbtacks for MJF. Which and um, that was a good spot on MJF. He sold that and like the bro, whole, he like his, walked into the tax. Yeah, like, but his specially. whole body like shaking. Like that was another. I was just like, oh, that must not feel pretty. No, you know. And then. All of a sudden, whoopsie daisy. Yeah. Wardlow, it was in his right pocket the whole time. The whole time. He, and he did have it. He pulls it out. The fans are going nuts at this point because, uh-huh, like, this know. is this is like three years of storytelling. Yeah, we know what's with, about to happen. Like, it's finally culminating in this no, moment. We were going nuts at this point. And, like, he takes the ring and he puts it just on the mat and he right walks away. Right in front of Punk. Right in front of Punk. Punk takes it. He puts the ring on. He punches MJF after MJF had spit in his face. Just yeah. one last act of defiance. This match had everything. It had everything. It had culmination of a storyline that was like adjacent to this actual storyline. Yes. I don't know if this is over yet. Because I could absolutely see MJF just like a desperate man. He's lost his like bodyguard. He wants like the respect back. We do one more. In a cage well, yeah, or something. I think a cage match between the two of them would be fantastic. And that's what we thought this match was going to be because yeah. of Wardlow getting involved, because of Sean Spears getting involved. We thought this was going to end up being a cage match. And then Punk was like, nah, we're doing a, a like, dog collar yeah, match. Like, is there another layer of this Right, somewhere? but now that Wardlow did not help MJF and it worked against him, I do think that the next one MJF is going to be like, no, nobody's getting involved. We're going into a cage match. Well, again, now it makes sense for why MJF would want it because like Wardlow just helped Punk win. Right, exactly. You needed somebody else's help to beat me. Right. And like you have that, you do have that one last layer if they choose to go that route because they could just be done with it. Right, and we that could was, just see MJF versus Wardlow now. It could be. I, I I don't want that, although I could see it. You could easily set it up by having MJF cost I mean, Wardlow the TNT title. But you know that he's going to make Wardlow face Sean Spears first. No. Uh, of course if I'm, he if is. I'm Sean, I'm just like, nah, bro, that's my accountability, buddy. We're not, like, we're cool yeah, like we that. Yeah, like, we can't do that. And also, this guy's big. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, Sean Spears is a big dude. I don't know why everybody thinks he's a little man. He is bigger he's than he gets credit big for. Dude. Yeah, he's he a big dude. He's a big dude. That's true. But yeah, Wardlow, I, like... There's a million things you could do with Wardlow, and easily the path for him is the TNT title now that he has yeah. that shot. The MJF and CM Punk thing, like, is no, there run that, it back. I'm ready for can it. Can you get to that next layer? Right. Like, is there one more thing? Because, like, we went back to, like, MJF's childhood. CM mm-hmm. Punk went with the throwback Ring of Honor shit. Like, is there more to this story, or have we just, like, do we not want to beat a dead horse? Is there anything left in that well to, like, actually get up? I'm here for it, because, I mean, technically... 
even though MJF beat Punk twice in Chicago, it was one match. He beat him once. And now, twice, but whatever. Yes, but I but mean. But who's counting? Exactly. But now Punk's got that win. And, and I think MJF is going to want that win back. Yeah, I mean, you could eat. MJF has a reason to want that one back. Yes. And, but like, if you're Punk, like, what's the reason for you? Yeah. You got the win. You got that win in like, in decisive fashion and mm-hmm. disrespectful fashion. Yeah. You made that man bleed. You got the match you wanted. And this match was definitely, we've already said it, the best match of the entire show and probably of the year. And it's only March. Yeah, and we have WrestleMania coming up, so we have some like, big shit going on there. Yeah. There are a lot of AEW matches to set up. Kenny Omega will be back at some point. Like, There's a lot of things that are still going to happen during this year that will try to compete with this pay-per-view in general, which was spectacular. It's it so was good. one stupendous so night. Good. <laughs> right? And, I mean, again, we have WrestleMania coming up very soon on WWE side. We'll get to that probably next week. We'll do some more of a rundown of what is... I mean, there's announcements every other day, I feel like, with WrestleMania. Definitely. There's Especially big wrestling after news. this match or after this pay-per-view. Now they're trying to, like make up for the fact that AEW just had a banger yeah so I mean, now wwe is scrambling wwe has a lot to live up to yes. with the stupendous name of the two-night wrestlemania yeah, event i hate it but th- it's gonna be i mean they're trying to live up to a word when they need to try to live up to what this pay-per-view was exactly exactly good luck good luck but you know make sure that you are following us everywhere at he book she book and you and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, guys.